Aye, Neville Jackson agreed. Tell the girl to peel off those rags so we can see what we're buying. The call was taken up around the room. Vincent McLeod hesitated, then whispered something to the girl. Head still bowed, she began to unlace the bodice of her dress. Raven watched through narrowed eyes, noticing the way the girl's hands trembled as she unfastened the shabby frock. Though he could not see her face, he knew her cheeks were flushed with embarrassment, knew her heart was pounding like that of a fawn caught in the jaws of a wolf. Enough. Just one word, softly spoken, but it carried throughout the room. See here, Raven, Tewksbury protested. I think Raven silenced him with a quelling glance. The girl is mine, he declared, having decided in that moment to buy her, though he still had not seen her face. Seeking a new mistress? Lord Montroy inquired. No. A housemaid, perhaps. Raven met Montroy's glance. Dallin Montroy was a tall, good-looking man, almost as wealthy as Raven himself. Of all the men Raven gambled with, Montroy came closest to being a friend. Ignoring the Viscount's question, Raven waved to the old man. Bring her hair. Aye, me lord. Hastily, Vincent McLeod grabbed his daughter by the arm and dragged her across the room. You won't be disappointed, me lord. She'll serve you well. Yes, Raven murmured. She will indeed. Reaching into his pocket, Raven brought out a handful of banknotes and thrust them at the other man. Hash your name. Of course, me lord. It's Rihanna but she'll answer to anything you wish to call her. You know where I live. Aye, sir. Everyone knew of Raven's Castle. Located at the top of Devil Tree Mountain, it stood like a sentinel over the town, tall, dark, and mysterious, like its master. Take her there. My man will look after her. Aye, me lord. Raven waved his hand in a gesture of dismissal. Turning back to the game, he picked up his cards. You lose again, Montroy, he drawled softly and spread his hand on the table. Dallin Montroy tossed his cards into the pot. Seems to be your lucky night, he remarked good-naturedly. Raven grunted softly. Perhaps you're right he mused as he watched the girl follow old man McLeod out the door. Perhaps you're right. Rihanna huddled on the narrow wagon seat beside her father, unable to control her body's trembling or to accept the fact that her father had sold her to a man like Lord Raven, a man who was rumored to have many strange and unusual habits. The spires of Castle Raven loomed in the distance, a dark shape rising out of the smoky gray mist that shrouded Devil Tree Mountain both summer and winter. With each passing mile, her trepidation increased. She thought briefly of jumping out of the wagon and taking her chances with the wild animals that lurked in the woods. She was gathering her courage, deciding death would be preferable to a life of servitude to the mysterious Lord Raven, 
when she felt her father's hand close around her arm. Raven made me a handsome sum for ye, McLeod said, his mild tone at odds with his vice-like grip. You'll stay with him as long as he wants ye, and do whatever he asks without question. Do ye kin my meaning? Aye, father, McLeod nodded. A short time later, he parked the wagon in front of the castle. Go on, girl. Rihanna slid a glance at her father, trying not to hate him for what he was doing, trying to feel some sense of satisfaction in knowing that the money her father had received would buy food for her mother and younger sisters. There was no other way, lass, Vincent McLeod said in gruff apology. Rihanna nodded. Most likely she would never see her father again. She had lived in Millbrae Valley all her life.